Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, we say good morning to uh, everybody out there. Got a lot of stuff going on and uh, kind of uh, the uh, the aftermath of the, uh, of the whole thing with the Super Bowl. Uh, Woody and I were just talking before. Uh, especially about Kyle Shanahan, and and you know how this thing works. Instead of well, we've been praising Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid on on what they've done, but a lot of people talking about Kyle Shanahan, you know, and I still think he's one of the best coaches in the National Football League. I I do, but it is interesting in big moments in the biggest games when the big guys show up. Um. How, especially when you got a head coach that calls plays and 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 that stuff, what their what their attitude's going to be mentally is, and how aggressive they're going to be, and I I think we've seen Kyle Shanahan. Um, it was interesting. It was driving me nuts yesterday because we talked so much about it that I I had to call people that that know him and that are in coaching. And I, I was curious last night, sitting around there and half bored drinking coffee. And so uh, made some calls. And, you know, they say he's a really, obviously a really good coach. And nobody's questioning that. He's been to a couple of Super Bowls. Actually, has now lost, been part of three, including the great collapse against Tom Brady. As an offensive coordinator, he's uh, part of that. That will will be with them forever. But uh, the one thing that everybody said to me, is when you're getting ready for the new format of playoff overtime where there's not going to be a tie, you got to move on, so you keep playing that damn thing, um, that you can't look at a third possession. Most people are like, I, I, he came out and said it was about third possession, and you're like, that's being a little conservative, man. You got to be thinking about how am I going to end this thing and I think a lot of people, and, and everybody's respectful to everybody else, but you probably take the ball second and you don't come out and, and do that first where they kicked the field goal and, and everything that uh, took place. So that was kind of uh, something I was really curious about because Shanahan's getting a lot of heat for it. It's a new format. That's true. It's a new format. And um, how much did you come up with that on your own? How much was that? How much of that was done by the analytics folks that stand behind you that have never stood in your shoes in front of you? And it's easy to punch numbers together in a room. It's a little different to be out in front of 125 million people, 123 million people with all eyeballs on everything you're doing 
Woody, how many cameras did they even have? They had cameras for everybody and everything at that game. Yeah, for the most watched telecast in, in the history of TV. Um, I, I do you think he knew the rules? Well, I got to tell you that. Or do you think the player, the player that went out there, the captain knew the rules? Or I, it makes no sense, man. So, Especially when like Mahomes comes and rubs it in your face the next day, and he goes, "We were going to go for two regardless. There right. wasn't going to be a third possession." Right. Which that also. There's another reason, like, if you're thinking about this, and I can't imagine these guys don't have a game plan for overtime going into the game. Like, they have to plan for this right. scenario, right? We all thought it was going to be a close game. We, right? We all talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we thought it would be a game. close game. Yeah. This is certainly a likely scenario that there could be overtime. So you have to plan for that. And that's the other thing. If you get the ball first, Joe, you're not going to go for two. No. I mean, you would never go for two because then all they got to do is score and get the field goal, and then so, they're done. The game's over. So this goes back to the other thing. It the the worst look for Kyle Shanahan. The worst look by far is his players came out, including the smartest guy on the team, the fullback, and says, "We never talked about. We had no idea what the format was. We thought we score, we 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 win." And I was like, "It is such a bad look for Kyle Shanahan." Like, you can say whatever you want. And the fact is, some guys are smarter than other guys on the team. And that's why you keep telling them that's not a you, – you got two weeks to get ready for this game. And you've been in the playoffs for a month. There, There is no way one guy the, – the Kansas City guy's going, oh, man, we've been talking about it for weeks. We, we, we knew what our game plan was going to be aggressive. Are you kidding me? With Patrick Mahomes, it, it was staying aggressive. That wasn't going to change. And Shanahan's got players coming out after the game, and you're like, I mean, Woody, I got to be honest with you. I don't know about you, and I didn't say anything yesterday. You know, that, that fifth quarter is about ready to run out. We were down under a minute. I don't know if, if people are paying attention to it. I had no idea what was going to happen next. No, I didn't either. I, I, didn't, yeah, I, I didn't know what happened if ran going, out of time. They went to a new quarter, so, if there was so a break. My wife, who knows, she's still in bed. She was watching, but she's a just to put it nicely, very casual viewer of football. Um, asked me, "Hey, what happens? I see this this quarter's almost over, five quarters in a game, and she's going. It's getting late, and and she, and I go, <laughs> I don't know. She goes, what? I go, it's different than the regular season. I don't know what happens in the playoffs." And then I find out, I listened to Peter King last night, and he said most of the media guys are up there going, hey, this fifth quarter's about over. What happens? They're not, because Kansas City was not in a hurry at the end of that no, they fifth weren't. quarter. But I'm guessing they knew, they seemed to know the rules. At yeah, least, so I, I, I saw, I think it was you. Beasley that sent this out, and he made a good point. Why do you even have a clock? Right, why, why not, not? Like, what's the point of having the clock if it's just going to keep well, rolling anyway and there's not going to be a tie? So what's I'll tell the point? you why. So, so that it's a great question. Give those guys a few minutes between quarters to, okay, to take a. I know a it sounds yeah. crazy. No, no, it's. I mean, <laughs> it just didn't a make a whole lot of sense. But, but they but, should have done a better job on TV of explaining it. And I, I think it was like oh, the minute left, Romo finally Romo said something, said something right because I was wondering the same <laughs> thing the too. The like, these guys yeah. got to call a timeout. Like, do they need to go here? So, so I will just say this, and I I don't know much about Kyle Shanahan except. The great collapse, and everybody wanted to know what happened. And you know, the head coach took most of the hit, but the the coordinators, all, all of them, it was it was bad for for everybody. That Atlanta Falcons and what happened to them, and Brady, the great Brady comeback of his greatness, and 
what the Patriots did to them to come all the way back late in that game and win. But but it is such a bad look when your players – and by the way, we're talking about really good players. And somebody can go, well, there's always that one guy who doesn't listen to anybody. But your fullback, I think he's an Ivy League guy, comes out and says – We've never talked about. It. I had no idea what the rule was. We had. He was just blunt. He wasn't worried about hurting Kyle Shanahan's feelings. He just said we had no idea what was going on. And I was like, "Oh, such a bad." I, I will tell you two this. weeks to prepare for that two game, weeks. by the way, and they didn't two go over weeks. that scenario. Yeah, and, and what everybody thought, and everybody's talking like we said a zillion times. Everybody, whether and we disagree on a lot of stuff, but I think we all thought it was going to be a close game. I said I, I didn't think it'd get to double digit one way or the other and actually did to start the game ten nothing, but 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 such a bad look for Kyle Shanahan that his players you know, this thing is about I hear Mike McDaniel always talking about communication, like you gotta let guys know, you gotta beat them up, you gotta know sometimes once is not enough because some guys pick it up, some guys are out there. Like I like to hear I like to hear the message a few times myself being a little bit of a space head, I like to, hey, listen to me. The rules are different if we get into overtime now. And I want you guys to hear this, and this is what we're thinking. And and Kyle Shanahan just looked like, I, I don't know, Kyle, what were you thinking, man? You knew the team you were playing against was going to be aggressive, and we, we did hear a lot of stuff. They also, Kansas City said they would have taken the ball second. But, hey, it's a new format, and Kyle's a really good coach. Andy Reid went out of his way to uh, – to protect Kyle Shanahan knowing he was going to be taking some some serious heat. Something else happened in that game. And you catch the timeout Shanahan called. It kind of, with everything going on, nobody really said anything. He didn't like Steve Wilkes' call defensively, his defensive coordinator. He didn't like the call, and I don't know what the coverage was. I don't know if it was zero coverage and he thought it was too dangerous. He, I don't know if he thought it was too aggressive with the blitz or just the exact opposite. Didn't feel like they were going to get enough pressure on Mahomes. I don't I don't know, and I'm not going to make it up. But Steve Wilkes got to be in a little trouble. He took a hard shot at him early in the season about his defense. And um, so one thing Shanahan has had, really good defensive coordinators. And you go, well, how do you know that? Because two of them got head coaching jobs. <laughs> one went to Houston, and one went to the Jets. Whether whether they're going to be good head coaches or not, we'll, we'll find out. But – Kyle Shanahan's defensive coaches have been getting jobs. Well, he's been getting a lot of assistance, been getting uh, promotions by leaving. But, boy, that's a bad look when you're players. I, I'm not one to sit here and always second-guess what coaches do. I'm, I'm just not. They're, they're a lot smarter than I am. I also understand there's regular season games, and we talk about the good head coaches, and it's those two or three calls on things that have to happen at the end of a game – and when to use timeouts to whether to be aggressive or not, right? That's kind of what we look at and on all our NFL cities and our teams. But I don't know for the life of me how Kyle Shanahan has guys coming out after the game and they said, we, we didn't know the format. We, we didn't know the overtime format. You're like, okay, I get that it's new, but it's not that new. They didn't put it in last week at some special owner's meeting. Yeah, I mean, look, this is week. This isn't week six. We're talking about the Super Bowl here. So my question to you is: Can they bring this guy back? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he's back. Okay. He's not going anywhere. 
These losses don't go away, man. I know, but he 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 won I, the know, he won the NFC. When your players, I know, I know, he won the NFC. But you lose a game that way because you're making silly decisions throughout. I mean, he made a lot of bad decisions throughout the game, but well, you and at I, the end, you was, and I disagree on the fourth and fourth, the Kansas City nine in overtime, and you said you would have gone for it. I said you got to kick the field goal to at least get the three and pray that Mahomes doesn't do what he did. And maybe you're right because they would have gone for two, you know. And won the game anyway, but maybe, maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I don't know but, either. And by the way, that was kind of the thing. It doesn't like, matter because you're taking the ball first is just is just beyond idiotic. And, so, and again, I, I have to think he didn't know what, what or, or someone didn't know what was going on over there. I uh, There are going to be a lot of people behind Kyle Shanahan's back. And, and everybody likes the guy. I know he's been around. His father was a, was a really good coach for the Denver Broncos. But there's going to be a lot of people. Behind Kyle Shanahan, and and listen, this is part of you, you get paid the big bucks, and Kyle Shanahan's got to be making really good money. Um, Do but, they have though? Like the Dolphins must have someone whose job it is to figure out the rules, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm asking you, like they must have, like Mike must have a guy, like I mean, Mike, they don't just send him a giant rule book; he reads the whole thing, right? They I, must have someone else over there, so to I help got, him with that stuff, I, right? Yes. Yes, he does. Just answer it. Yeah, he's yeah. got guys, and without getting into everybody's name. But, yeah, he's got guys. But Mike stays on, again, Mike stays on top of all that stuff. And you tell him something on a Thursday or Friday, and his guys have told me he remembers it. And you're going, even in the offseason, talking about a coach who would be a really good coach if we go forward. And then they find out he's doing an interview, and they go, what made you think of that? And he goes, I remember we were talking about it in the offseason. So, so Mike is uh, Mike's comprehension's obviously off the off the wall. Good, but but this thing with with uh, Shanahan, and um, he gets stroked pretty good. And Woody, I, I will go back to this. Shanahan coaches are all over the league right now. They are they're becoming head coaches, and the head coaches are taken as assistant coaches to be coordinators. So so Kyle Shanahan's kind of been one of those hot guys that everybody's taking 49er guys into their system. Houston did it. The Jets did it. We're, we're, we're seeing some guys, Mike's, Mike's come here and, and took Wes Welker and some other guys with him. So, so we're seeing it. But, man, I just think this is a little bit like, all right, it looked to me, oh, Andy, we make fun of Andy Reid, like the old heavy set guy that's just kind of old school. He's got his S together, right? He's got his crap together. I mean, I, I'm listening to that call. Uh, if you get a chance, and I hope we're going to be able to get Peter King on this week, Peter King and Andy Reid are really close. I've never seen this after a game. Peter King must have got 20 to 30 minutes with them right after the game in a special room because they're so close, and he does, like, some really unbelievable stuff. <clears throat> but he uh, he was breaking stuff down, and, and, and they talked about everything. It was, uh, it was amazing stuff, including the call, Tiger 12, uh, Tom and Jerry Wright, Guns Trips Wright, Bunch F, Shuttle X. <laughs> hey, I'd have been there till late at night learning that offense, man. I, 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 Joe, you got another. Hey, we're going to need you late tomorrow night. You're still not picking it up. But uh, what it meant was McCole Hardman uh, in motion comes back, that pre-snap motion, and uh, caught the 49ers just totally – I mean, that was an easy touchdown, right? That was just an easy, easy touchdown with a lot of different options. And by the way, if the guy that was on coverage comes uh, comes up 
then he's way open, and if he decides to just totally cover the guy, Mahomes going to run for the touchdown. You, you were screwed either way. We got to go to break. We've uh, got a lot of stuff to get to here today, and uh, lot with uh, lots been said uh, about the Dolphins. We'll, we'll have more Dolphin stuff today. Big numbers. I guess the old commissioner at the end of the day always gets the last laugh, doesn't he? He goes, "Hey, owners, I took a little heat on Monday for some of my answers." But everything seems to be good in business because when you got a lot of viewers, you got a lot of money, and they got a lot of money. And by the way, the hotbed of gambling. I mean, you couldn't and, – and did you catch uh, the uh, commissioner's thoughts? Can't wait to get another one here. We'll put you in the rotation. It was so good, we'll put you in the rotation. Hey, uh, I got to take a second this morning before we get into everything to tell you about ED, man, and uh, not something guys like to talk about. I mean, you know, it's one thing to have low T and people go, oh, you know, I'm okay. But you say ED and and it's embarrassing to men. Well, I got to tell you, you think it's embarrassing to talk about. It's embarrassing to have lack of confidence and self-esteem. And uh, you just, it's just terrible. You're apologetic to your partner. I never thought it was going to happen. But when it does, man, it is real uh, it's one thing to hear guys and make fun of guys and joke about ED, erectile dysfunction. It's another to have it, man. And uh, I got to tell you, thanks to Atlantic Men's Clinic, I was able to get rid of it and uh, and happen quickly, too. And they explain everything to you, put you on a great program to really help you get some great results quickly. And I didn't get the whole thing, but to go in there and go through the whole thing. and But nobody wants to be a failure in the bedroom, man. And uh, that special moment comes, and you uh, you lose your fastball. It, it sucks. It really does. And I'm just being straight with you. Happens to guys in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. It sure is nice to have Atlantic Men's Clinic, though. Boy, you can get great results. You can get them quickly. Schedule a consultation with Atlantic Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes medical consultation with a Florida licensed medical provider, a T, and a PSA test, and if medically advised, a test dose. And by the way, I just want to let you know, set up that appointment. First one's uh, free to come in, learn about it, find out what's going on. They have six locations in South Florida to serve you. I go to the plantation location, and they stay on top of everything. Week to week, they stay on top of it, man. It's just so good. You're going to get great results. That's what I'm telling you today, and if something that's hitting you, it's okay, especially if you don't have anybody to talk to about it, I'm just telling you. Get to Atlantic Men's Clinic. They'll make a difference. 877-455-7300 or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back, and uh, good morning to everybody. Hope uh, everybody enjoyed. Uh, boy, I slept all day yesterday. Oh, I had an old guy moment yesterday, folks. I went home, and I was tired, and uh, I went back in that back bedroom, and I slept, Woody, and the next thing you know is in the afternoon. Boy, I'll tell you what. I couldn't get to sleep, man. I can't get to sleep after something like that. Damn good game. Wanted to hear what everybody had to say. There were some things that happened, and and I think a lot of us were, if you were really honest, and and maybe you can tell me you, you had it all together, but the playoff overtime, I wasn't exactly sure how this thing worked, especially when it looked like the fifth quarter was going to be over in just a matter of seconds after both teams had seven-minute drives. Um, and, and Romo, by the way, good save by Romo. I don't know if somebody put it in his ear, but in the last minute, Woody, uh, somebody did say, hey, Romo, let them know. Hey, by the way, they just keep going. There's no. If you're wondering why Kansas City's not worrying about hurrying up here to make sure they get the plays in and, and use their timeouts, this is why. They're just going to go to a sixth quarter. So that was uh, kind of the deal. But I got to tell you, uh, I didn't know the rules, man. I, I Woody, I understand why they do it. And we talked about this yesterday. I don't want to get into it again. Regular season overtime. They don't want those guys playing a lot of extra plays. And uh, so that's why we occasionally have a tie. Well, Omar didn't understand that yesterday. <laughs> you had to – no, you did have to explain that. You didn't even get that. And then, uh, and then like, look, it, they would have played all night because – and by the way, those guys weren't going to have a problem with it because you get that close, you want to get that ring. You can say whatever you want about the money. The money ain't changing. Um Especially for the guys that make millions of dollars, or guys that are getting four, five, six hundred thousand dollar and up checks a week, uh, that thing is only about the ring. Once you get to the playoff, they're not making that much. Don't get me wrong. I, I was looking, Woody. I want to say that the winner to- with total amount of money through the playoffs got maybe three hundred grand, which, by the way, is not bad money. But if you're a guy that's close to making like I said, 500 to a million dollars a game, um, then you realize that it's like a half a game for playing all those those games of what you make during the regular season. So it's still good money. I, I saw it just goes up a, a little bit. But it's about that ring, man. And you got to get in the playoffs to have a chance. I, I thought what Mahomes and that team did and Andy Reid and Chris Jones and Travis Kelce, who, by the way, were all some of the best players in the game again, like they usually are, and I, we always talk about them as Hall of Famers, that they're going to be from what this team's been able to do with that group of guys together. But I think what those guys did, Woody, beating us at home, not a, not a big deal. Everybody expected that. But going on the road the following week to Buffalo and then going to Baltimore to play the hottest. And Baltimore, they were smashing people, man. They were smashing people. They weren't just winning. Look at some of those scores. What they did to us. What they did out in San Francisco to the 49ers. 
What they did earlier in the season to the Lions, they were smashing people. And uh, somehow, somehow Kansas City with the with that defense and with Mahomes doing just enough. And that leads me to this. I, I wanted to bring it up today. I wanted to wait till after this game before we got carried away. Uh, let me ask you now that we've seen Mahomes, who's still only 28 years old. Um, where do you rank him all time? I, I think you can put him, I think you can start ranking the guy. I do. I, I think from what he's done, what is it, six AFC championship games now? And uh, three three Super Bowls. I, 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 guess, I guess he's lost one and lost two AFC championship games, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it's put together. So I saw this list, Woody. I saw Tom Brady number one all time. And I agree. Joe Montana number two. I agree. Number three, Pat Mahomes. They might be on to something. And and I know. I know there's been a lot of great quarterbacks through the years. I am an old school guy, man, and have nothing but respect for the guys that play quarterback and got the crap knocked out of them. And those guys running around for their lives, getting body slammed and getting hit low and high and and everything else. But problem is Mahomes is going to catch everyone and probably surpass them at some point, right? I don't know about he Brady. He just doesn't seem to be slowing down. No, but I don't know about Brady. I don't know if he catches Brady. The question becomes, does ever how does Joe Burrow get this guy or does Josh Allen get this guy eventually? Like, does someone finally get him? Well, right. That's what? that's really the question: is could someone finally catch this guy? And it, you know, the most amazing thing about the whole deal is, you know, we know firsthand how hard it is just to make a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, make it and win a like, playoff game. It's like you almost take for granted that like Mahomes going to be in this thing every year, probably for the next, I don't know, seven eight years, as long as he's playing at that level. I, I and by the way, I don't know how long he plays, Joe. I don't think he plays till he's forty or mid forties or anything like that. I but. think he loves playing football. I, I do too. I do too. I just he think what Brady, like what Brady that, did was was superhuman. Playing at that age, you know, all those guys have in common, they stay healthy. I know. Brady had the one low where they changed the rule, got hit low, and was out for the year. And outside of that, Tom Brady didn't miss games, man. Tom Brady was a durable cat, and and Patrick Mahomes. By the way, you know what he does really well? Did you catch during a game? He knows how to slide. Yes, he and does. It looks, I know it sounds really like a small thing. Well, he's a baseball guy. Yeah. His dad, professional yeah. baseball player. No, no, he player. slides like he's sliding into home. He, yeah, it was perfect. And sometimes we see guys slide. <laughs> you say our guy? Our guy. Yeah. And, and you're going, don't blow your <laughs> knee out, don't get hurt. Because you can tell he's he better off getting a hit than sliding. Yeah, because some guy, and again, you can tell right away. I, I can tell right away. Growing up where my dad had me sliding at like six years old, you know, and every day. And and it was like you could tell guys that played baseball and didn't play baseball. And people go, well, well how? And I, I can just tell by one, by the way, for a quarterback, I can see guys that slide and guys that try to slide and don't know how to. And it looks like they're blowing their knee out or their ankle. And you're like. They, you know, and and you see the really good ones slide and bounce up. The bounce up slide, where you slide and you can bounce up all in the same motion. And and they've got a bunch of those guys in the league now. We got a bunch of guys that got to figure it out. The Joe Burrow thing is interesting, and I'm not putting Joe in the all time greats for what he's done. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow needs to stay healthy. We're we're starting to talk about Joe Burrow. 
as much about being injured as we are how good he is when he plays. And and that's part of this deal, man. But I, I was just going to ask everybody because I, I, I don't want to be a guy who jumps the gun on uh, Tom Brady, Joe Montana. And, again, this has to do with numbers and it has to do with championships. Not It's not talent. It's, it's all that other stuff. Tom Brady won. I'm a big Joe Montana guy, too, what he did with, with the 49ers. And I saw CBS put Mahomes number three, and I went, wow. Are we, you know, and he's in that special club now with three Super Bowls with Aikman and um, Bradshaw. But some of the stuff that Mahomes is doing, especially with the talent that he's had the last two years at receiver. He's playing with Hardman, Watson, Rice, and Valdez Scantling. That scare you? Yeah, and I think it's going to be very tough to compare these two guys, to, to be honest. You talk about Brady and Mahomes. There's there's such different players, right? And well, that's so that, why that to me, is the really tough part about it. Is well, that, it's going to come down to numbers and, and yeah, championships. Yeah, but you can't go wrong with either. I, you know, this Again, this is like the Jordan-LeBron thing to me. Like It's it's just very tough to compare because they're, they're just so different. But, well, but we're still we're still apart way, way far away on— That may be so as far as numbers, but again, Mahomes, like I—, I Told you this for a while, Mahomes is the most gifted player we've ever seen as far as just that the position? stuff that he's able to do. Those sidearm throws, those you know, extends the way he extends plays and you know, all all that crazy stuff that he does is stuff that we've never seen before. So he has changed the position. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Brady changed the position. The only thing about Brady is he just never lost. That was the crazy thing about Brady. You go into any of these games and, and you just feel so good about having that guy because you always win. But guy but, was a winner. But but on this debate, I, I just want to say this. This is just not about physical and athletic ability. I, we all agree what Mahomes can do. Nobody's going to argue. We saw him make those runs at the end of the game. Just said, screw it. I'm not going to depend on my guys. I'm going to use them as decoys, and I'm going to go out and make some runs. I've, everybody needs to just don't worry about a fourth and one. I'll not only get the first down, I'm going to hold this sucker. I am not throwing it to anybody, which I have the option to do. I'm going to take off and, and run on it. But, Woody, I got to tell you, and and because I, I hear this with Jerry Rice and I hear T.O. and Randy Moss talk about how much more talent they have than Jerry Rice. I hear that from everybody. And then I hear, oh, yeah, a lot of guys have more talent than Jerry Rice. So I get it. And, and, and I know I'm going old school on you. Jerry Rice ran like a 4-6-40 when he got timed out of Mississippi Valley or wherever he came, Mississippi Valley State or something where he came from, and the 49ers found him at a small school, and he went on. Like, old school guys still think there's a lot of people think Jerry Rice, and I'm one of them, is a top three player all time in the NFL with the numbers and the rings that he put up. This thing still has to be, and when we get into these debates on radio, which have been going on since we, we found out about talk radio and all this dumbasses behind the, behind the scenes here, this thing's got to be about rings. It, it's got to be about stats, right? It, it's got to be. And the longer you play and the higher level you play at. I know this, this, this whole thing gets crazy. But I got to tell you, at 28, Mahomes is is moving up the ladder on some all-time greats. Um, I don't know if you put him number three. I know some people aren't even going to put Joe Montana number two. Um, 
he's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. And by the way, they all had good teams. So don't please don't text me and tell me, well, he was on a really good team. If you're playing in the Super Bowl, you got a really good team. Like, nothing against Mahomes. That defense is really friggin' good. Really good. It's the best defense he's had. But I will tell you, playing with those guys he's playing with, he's moving up that ladder. Moving up that ladder, playing with that group. All right, we got to go to break here. We got a, a lot more stuff to get to here this morning. 305 567 056. I'm curious what people think about the ranking of all time QBs. And has it changed for you after watching what Mahomes did uh, Sunday night? I, I am curious. And by the way, do you have Brady in Montana one and two, or am I? Well, it had to have changed a little after what you saw. Guy it leads. For a, me. Guy leads a drive at the end of regulation to tie to it. To tie it. And then he leads almost, you down the field the way, in overtime. Almost won it in regulation. Almost got down. To Probably would have if they had a little they bit managed more time. the clock a little better. But all right, all right, game manager. You're, you know what? You're my game manager, man. That's okay. Right now, I want to talk to you about something that doesn't need a, doesn't need a game manager, and that's your South Florida Chevy dealers. Suburbans and Tahoes and the Traverse and the Trailblazer and Equinox and a Blazer. I go on and on. They're going, Joe, why do you talk so much about these guys? Well, I've been with them for a long time. I'm not going to lie to you, but I do own a Tahoe. I bought one. I not only bought a Tahoe, I bought a Blazer. Yes, I did. I got both, man, From one for my daughter and one for me. But I got to tell you what, um, they're fun to drive. They got a lot of space, got a great look, a lot of great stuff, so much style. Whether you like the big guys, the Suburban, sitting in Channing before he uh, picked it up, I was sitting in Channing's new Suburban, Channing Crowder's new Suburban. It's so nice, man. He got a nice one. But I got to tell you, Suburbans, Tahoe's, they've added more space, got a brand-new look to the Traverse, a midsize SUV with plenty of space for you and your family, right down to the Trailblazer, Equinox, and the Blazer. So much style and substance. Right over to Silverado Trucks. Trucks are big down here in South Florida. It's our number one seller. You know why? Because Silverado Trucks, they are durable, and we make a perfect truck for your lifestyle. Whether it's a full-time working truck, that means five, six, seven days a week. To the family trucks, so you need to get the kids around and have that extra space on the weekends. We got them all for you. New and used, it's never looked better than it does right now. It's your South Florida Chevy dealers. Wait until you see. We got something for everybody. I know South Florida Chevy dealers have just told me, have them just come down. They're going to have a great experience. They're going to fall in love. Take some test drives. Spend a little bit of time with this convenient locations in Dade, Broward, and Monroe County. Find new roads and fall in love today at your South We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. South Florida Chevy dealer. All right, let's get your weather report. It's brought to you by the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. It is 74 degrees at the moment. Uh, it says it's uh, it says it's raining. We don't have the windows open at the moment. Uh, it says the rain ends at 7:15. So, uh, good luck, uh, good luck with that as you uh, you drive into uh, to work this morning. So, hopefully the uh, the rain will be gone uh, by uh, 
by the time the sun comes up here, Joe, I guess they, they say it's raining outside, so hopefully uh, hopefully that'll clear. Yeah, caught a little bit of rain this morning, man. Caught a little bit of rain coming in this morning. That's okay. You know what? Woody, when you're driving into work in the morning, you can do whatever it wants. <laughs> you know, it's a selfish thing when it comes to weather. It's about my hours, man. It's about my hours when I'm free. You know how that works. Come on. That's no question about it. By the way, heat in Milwaukee tonight. Boy, I, the heat just can't stay healthy. You know, we talked about – how badly the Dolphins were uh, were banged up at the end of the year where defensive ends were, pass rushers were dropping like crazy. Uh, you look, what were they healthy for, like a cup of coffee? They had everybody back for like one game, and now they've got a couple guys out, and uh, and Jimmy Butler's going to be out till probably, it looks like, after the All-Star break. There's uh, just a couple of games left before. We know Jimmy's not a big All-Star guy. He's made a real clear Last couple of years, I, I'd prefer you not select me to be on the All Star. I'd like to have the time off, so uh, I don't really care about it. But <clears throat> the Milwaukee won last night, so we'll see what happens uh, on the road tonight without Rozier and Josh Richardson uh, ready to go. You see what happened to the Knicks last night? The Knicks got screwed. Man. I see they got the big screw job. Yeah, they did. Well, the NBA regular season has uh, has its issues, but. Uh... Yeah, they got uh, they got screwed last night. I like that Knicks story, by the way. I know we're not supposed to like the Knicks down here in you know Miami. But I think it's great. The Knicks I like got that a good story. Team. I, I think it's fun when the Garden has a good atmosphere and the team is good. That's you know that's it's just better for basketball. No, uh, I know. I I agree with you. By the way, I, and I know it's not okay to like you know be like all right with the Knicks or whatever down here, but I'm looking bigger picture, man. I like the you know the health of the league. I will tell you one of the uh, most enjoyable. Um, playoffs that, that I've worked and really thought it was fun working was the old Knicks and uh, Heat games. I They were a blast. For, first of all, the, the playoffs with them and even the regular season games, there was just so much bad blood. And, and they were really good. The Heat were really good. And I'm going back to Alonzo and, and Timmy Hardaway and, and those teams and P.J. Brown. And those were fun, man. Like, if you sit back and you've been a, a, around for a while – like, even going back to the best Jets and Dolphins games, you go back with Klecko and Gastineau and uh, Wesley Walker, and, and those, those, those were fun. Oh, those were some some really enjoyable games from Richard Todd right into uh, to uh, the quarterback they drafted out of UC Davis I just blanked out of that was taken the same year as Dan Marino. But uh, – but yeah, there those are the, when when both teams are good, and and you got to go play them, or they got to come down and play you again in the playoffs. It's it's great. By the way, the best one the Heat have going right now are the Celtics. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. Mm. Like you know, we're walking up to the game. I told you I took my son. I said, this is you know, the Celtics are our biggest rival. There's there's no not other even team. close. And he goes, well, what about the Knicks? <clears throat> no, not not the Knicks. The Wait Heat haven't played. Wait a sec. You're telling me your son goes, what about the Knicks, Dad? Well, because he, I told you, know, I told oh. him, try to teach him some of the history of the team. He said, "I thought it was the Knicks." I was hoping you work on some of the older history stuff since you're a little down on the old guys. On, yeah, but that's everything. not that old. That's like you know, I I was alive to see those games at least. You know, those those Heat Knicks games. But that rivalry hasn't been relevant in what twenty years. Uh, if you throw that series, where, you know, where no, uh, no, Mari no, Stoudemire no. punched <laughs> through the. The, the fire extinguisher glass or whatever, like, 
that's just, see, those teams still stunk, though. Not like uh, no, not like uh, the not like the old teams. And how about last year? I thought we were going to have a competitive playoff series, Heat and Knicks. No, the Knicks you know were terrible. There's just nothing there, and you could tell the Heat and Celtics don't like each other. I still, once the Heat get everybody back, it sounds like they're going to have everybody back, and and when they do, I would love to play the Knicks in the playoffs. I would. And by the way, a lot of people, I'm they're stroking. Those ESPN the ENBA shows are stroking how good the Knicks are. Oh, yeah. And they should. They're, they're playing great. Well, they know their markets, too. I mean, that's, you know. No, they've added some pieces. They get ripped when they're bad, Woody. I'm not doing this whole thing that everybody's going to stroke them anytime. They, they've improved their team. They added some shooters. They, uh, they're they getting some guys back from injury. I, I want to see them at their best. I think it's going to be, and, and you see what we have, and – I think it's going to be a good series. I'd love to get a shot at Boston in the playoffs. I don't know if the Heat will get that far, Joe. I, you know, again, a lot of stuff's going to have to come together here for the Heat to have any sort of run like they did last year, but I'd love to get a shot at Boston. Those teams really, really dislike each other, and it's amazing because it's completely different characters, right? I think the uh, – I still got to see the Celtics not shrink in the playoffs. I know. <laughs> I know, but they're really good. I know they are. They're really I'm good. I'm not disagreeing. I got to tell you, I think Jason Tatum I, – I don't know where you rank him personally, Joe, but for me – you can make a case that he's the best player in basketball. No. You could certainly make that case. Not for me. He's good. Now, listen to he things. He is really good, I'll man. He you. can shoot. He goes outside. He goes inside. No, he does everything. When he goes to the basket and stays away. There's no away, one that can guard him. And when people try to get in his way to get in charges, I think he stays away. His body movement is unbelievable, not to mention his length that he has. But, yeah, he's so great who would you who would you still put at number one then? I mean, who do you think is the best player in basketball? The best players in basketball, I, I still Easily think, are Giannis? a lot of the big guys. Yeah, think all the big guys. Giannis and Jokic? Yep. I think uh, okay. those guys. And Embiid, Embiid was Embiid, until yeah. he went down, and I don't know when he's going to be back. And Problem is, Embiid doesn't do a whole lot of winning. I can tell you what. he uh, he's, That team's had problems, man. I give him credit. He hasn't asked to be traded yet. <laughs> Well, because everybody yeah, can't true, win goes, true. I want out. Get me out. Get me out. Get me out. Uh, but And he was having his best season. He's putting up stupid numbers, what he was uh, what he was able to do before. So, anyway, we'll, we'll see. And, and again, right now is a bad time because the Heat are banged up and Jimmy is uh, not with the team for personal reasons. And, uh, and you got a couple of guys. And, and, by the way, I give those guys credit, man. They all went with Spoh's line yesterday before they left for this game for Milwaukee. They all said the same thing. No excuses. Next man up. We have enough to win games. Let's go. Kind of refreshing, man. Spo never makes an excuse. Whatever you think of Spo, Spo never goes, well, you, you guys see what's going on here. We got three guys in our rotation, starters and guys coming off the bench who we really count on that can't play right now. That's the one the one constant you know you'll have for the next 20 years, Spo will be there. So you have that. And, and with that being said, by the way, i tell you what we're seeing with uh, with the Spurs, who clinched another losing season here. And we had them down here the other night, and I listened to the guys talk about the Spurs. It is bizarre to think that that franchise, I mean, as good as they've been, has been had that many lean years. They have. After, I think it was, what did they say, four straight losing seasons they clinched already? This year, like they're they're already guaranteed of a losing season. They um, have not had. I, I was lucky enough to see they're really good teams. 
Oh, man, um, that team might have been – you talk about best teams assembled, and I, I'm not throwing them in that Bulls ca- category, but that team played basketball the right way. They did a lot of winning, and, and by the way, if you want to talk about not getting enough because they played in San Antonio, not getting the pub that you get yep. from a bigger NBA city, you can use that one. But as far as players – Those guys weren't sexy players. They weren't necessarily fun to watch, but, man, did they play the, they played the game the right way. That second finals, they beat up on the Heat. That was about as good as you'll ever see no. a team play. No. That was that was good basketball nope, there. No question about it. There was a lot of good stuff. All right, we got to go to break. We got seven o'clock hour coming up. A lot more, a lot more stuff to get to here uh, this morning as as we continue on here with, uh, boy, the the Kyle Shanahan thing is is really weird. I don't know if I've ever heard a team come out after the game and players saying on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, I didn't know what the rules were. I didn't even know. Our coach never said it. He didn't say it. Might as well have said it because it's a coach's job. How the hell does your team not know the rules of overtime for the playoffs? And they openly, nobody nobody goes, eh, there's no reason to say anything about it. Uh, we didn't know anything about it. We never talked about it. You didn't talk about it. Everybody's brother thought that was going to be a close game, apparently except you guys. Hey, right now I want to tell you about Chapman Partnership. Doing great work down at Dade Town. Bam Adebayo, I want to thank you, brother. Uh, Bam's been really active in Chapman Partnership. He and the Miami Heat have just uh, been big, big help down there for the homeless folks. And I always say this because people sometimes get turned off when they hear the homeless and the, and all that thing. Listen, when you talk about Chapman Partnership and the homeless, it's not just come in and grab a bite to eat and grab a shower and then get lost for the day. No, that's not what it's about, man. It's about rehabilitation. It's about putting them in in programs to change lives daily, and that's what they do. They provide caring support and wraparound services that offer effective cradle-to-a-career programs. They really do from start to finish. They even have babysitting services for mothers and fathers that have kids to go out and help them find a job, find a place to live. The goal is this at Chapman partnership where we have 800 men, women, and children in the two facilities we have. The goal every day is about helping you get back to normal. Mental illness is a big part. Get you on meds, the right meds, get you back to the way you were before, help you find a place, find a job, and uh, become a productive citizen once again. And the goal is to do it within three to four months, and nobody does it, has more success stories than Chapman Partnership They're doing great work. They really are. I love telling them. I want to ask you to consider this one, too. Joining the Chapman Partnership $20,000 Home is Where the Heart Is campaign challenge. It's going on right now. Happening throughout the month of February to help families start their new home with love. For your $100 donation, $100, you can provide a move-out kit filled with cozy sheets, sparkling cleaning supplies, kitchen treasures, all the things you kind of need when you move into a new place. And you can be a big part of it. You can even stay involved with these families and, and help donate. Chapman Partnerships put together a really cool program for you to feel like you're doing. And, and you really are doing some great work by helping people that really need your help. So it's not just about the rehabilitation and helping them get it back together. But it's about helping them move into that new place, that feeling, and getting your self-esteem back. So join me at WQM in February to show some big love to one of my favorite charities, Really making a difference for our community. So let's help support families at Chapman. 
moving from the homelessness to home. Go online to chapmanpartnership.org to join this wonderful campaign. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.